Hello, welcome to the Fluent Nerd, where we do stupid French things. This is an alternate universe. I am one of your hosts, Neil. I am Lizzie. Lizzie. This is a show where we discuss of, uh, blah, goddammit, a love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous movies, franchises, games, and shows of the nerd world. The nerd world? Yeah. French. I went German. <laughs> Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not so serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. And this week, we're talking about The Three Musketeers, 1993 version. Not two, not four, five is right <laughs> out. <laughs> the Holy Hat and Grenade, my lord. Indeed. Three Musketeers, 1993. Yeah. And um, before anyone gives us any shit for this. Yeah. It's our podcast. Go fuck yourselves. This shit's nerdy. Yeah. We decide what's nerdy. You don't. <laughs> you have no say on it. <laughs> You're just going to sit here and listen. Yeah. Just sit here and listen to it. You dweebs. Please. Um. <laughs> also send us money. <laughs> yeah. The reason, one of the main reasons I think this is super nerdy is Tim motherfucking Curry, the king of kings. Indeed. As Cardinal Richelieu. And I apologize ahead of time. I, will I don't be doing apologize for anything. Many, ever. many offensively bad French accents during this. I refuse to apologize for anything. Um, <laughs> we got inspired to do this uh, after Dragon Con, where uh, Z thought it'd be funny if we did Musketeer cosplays. Well, we had three was, people in a group, and I wanted to make fun of French people at the same time. So yeah, it fit there we go. perfectly. Yeah. Excuse and Neil me. likes to wear flurry, fluffy hats and, you know. Big flowy. Were you about to call like, flurry? It almost like you flurry. were about to call me a furry, which I am not. <laughs> <laughs> like you're busy because I didn't call you a furry. I just almost did. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I just I get, I get frustrated in my head about things you're about to call me. Anyway, <laughs> it's a I'm constantly mechanism. on edge. <laughs> <laughs> the movie begins where we end up in a dark dungeon underneath the palace. Cardinal Richelieu, played by Tim Curry, again our Lord and Savior. Richelieu. <laughs> Richelieu. 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 It's said like 7,000 different ways in the movie. Because no one in that movie even tries to do a French no, accent. No, uh, the director probably said, whatever you're comfortable with, who cares? Yeah. No one's going to give a shit. Except it's for a movie with Charlie Sheen. Assholes on a podcast like more than 20 years later. Yeah. So, um, less than 20 years later. I'm a moron. 1993. Nope, more than 20 years later. Good job. I could, I could math, then I couldn't math, then I could math again. Anyway, job. here's the fucking plot. Uh, we're very early on shown that the Cardinal is an evil man because he has a thief who stole from his carriage. Also because he's played by Tim Curry. <laughs> You're not wrong. That should just be a hint Although, that he's a fucking bad guy. <laughs> there are a handful of things he's in where he is not a bad Such guy. Such as? The Wild Thornberries. <laughs> oh, we face Nigel McEnglishman. <laughs> smashing. What is he? What is his job in that show again? He's a nature. He's pretty much crocodile hunter. 
Oh, so for some reason I thought he was an actual hunter. No, so I was like, no, yeah, he's he... a nature preservation, nature okay, show so guy. So that's like one thing out of like 50 yeah. that I'm going to name later. <laughs> he's yeah. always the fucking <laughs> bad guy. That's uh, why he's my I'll hero. grant you most of the time. <laughs> uh, but we show that he's bad, and then the uh, um, Captain Rochefort, isn't that a stinky Rochefort. kind of cheese? Rochefort. Um, is his main minion, you know, and uh, they're bad. It's bad. He's Darth they, Vader to the Empire. He is to the a, Emperor. Oh my God! <laughs> there, towards the end of us watching this, just until we get into the the plot a little bit more, I was starting to notice a ton of references to Star Wars. Like not like straight up, but like a lot of parallels between these two. A lot of the way they filmed it, yeah, like the way they moved, and the, some of the fight scenes. And just were very basically similar. the story in general, and like Chris O'Donnell kind of looks like Luke Skywalker, like a young Mark Hamill, and a little bit. You still haven't figured out, by the way, who no, 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 Chris no, no, O'Donnell yeah. so plays. So before we recorded... Well, should I give the hints that I gave? I'm going to give the audience the hints. Yeah. So, so Chris O'Donnell's like a curly-haired dude in this movie. He's and D'Artagnan. His, his other big nerdy role does not have uh, long hair. He's got shorter hair. And I said something about mm. him being a giant dick. That's a hint. Yeah. And I forget the other hint that I made. Oh, yeah, you said something about him being a clown. I said, not quite. God bless it. I, Those are the only two hints you get. Yeah. Dick and not quite a clown. Yeah, and I've been actively not trying to think about it. But um, anyway, Tim Curry, the Cardinal, Conor Richelieu, and Captain Rochefort, they disband the Musketeers, the King's Bodyguard, um, on the premise that they are going to war with England, that they'll be needed in the field, yada yada, not that important. They disband. Um, where the, the captain says, if one of you rebels, we'll arrest you all. Spouting the all for one and one for all. As a dick Only move. a Sith. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, D'Artagnan, uh, or D'Artagnan, if you were to read it, D'Artagnan, 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 played by Chris O'Donnell. Uh, his dream is to become a musketeer. His father was a musketeer who died in service of the king who was murdered. So his dad was a bad musketeer, apparently. Apparently, but also well respected by the other musketeers. Anyway. Um, D'Artagnan is having a duel with uh, Gerard because his sister was apparently doing something, kissing, effing, we're not sure. That guy's also played by an idol Englishman. <laughs> Ew, D'Artagnan! D'Artagnan, no, no, no! <laughs> that is said many times in the movie. Yes. Uh, they're dueling for his sister's honor. He goes, my brothers will defend me, and they come, and it's only the first ten minutes of the movie. And the um, last ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> But D'Artagnan runs. He's going to Paris. He's trying to be a musketeer. He runs into... Gay Paris. <laughs> the three musketeers, roll credits, who did not show up to be disbanded. They are wanted by the Cardinal and his men. That would be... They are... Uh, Porthos. Porthos, played by... Um, Oliver Platt. Sure, Oliver Platt. <laughs> Come on, Z, what's the other one? fucking know. Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> and Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Athos names. by Kiefer, played by Kiefer yeah. Sutherland, and Aramis played by Charlie Sheen. Aramis. Who is the religious one. The somehow. religious one. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. He must have tiger blood in his veins. <laughs> He's got some kind of blood in his yeah. veins. <laughs> we'll have to it ain't fucking good. Uh, <laughs> He's got cocaine in his veins. Cocaine! I do cocaine! And the hiv. And the hiv. He is, he's not just sure. God damn it. I knew you were going to go there. Um, he runs into each of them in passing, and at some point offends, they offend one another, and they cha- he challenge- gets challenged to a duel by all three of them. Thrice, I say. In sequential duels, at noon, at one, at two. 
So D'Artagnan meets them at the allotted time and place and finds out that the three men who had challenged him to a duel, to duels, duels, were in fact a duet. The Musketeers. Yep. Who'd he been looking for? The duel gets interrupted by the Cardinals' men. Uh, a fight happens. Guess what? The Musketeers win, except D'Artagnan eventually gets taken in by the Cardinals' men, and things are done to him. Essentially, while he's in jail, he overhears a plot of the Cardinal to overthrow the que- King of France, <laughs> Louis the Thirteenth. I am le king. Le king now. I am a king. Le monarch. <laughs> Le Monarch de France. He escapes that jail somehow. Again, D'Artagnan keeps getting captured and released and captured and released. Chateau d'If. He waits till his friend dies and throws himself into a sack. (laughs) And then gets thrown off a cliff. That's how he gets out. I think we're crossing over uh, Alexander Dumas' work. It's Well, that one dude. The dumbass verse. Captain Rochefort. Rochefort. Is the warden of Chateau d'If. Which I had a, uh, right when we were in between recording, had a fucking moment <laughs> about that. Um, so, yeah, it's in the same universe. Deal with it. Um, so, they rush off to Calais to intercept the magical treaty. Magical treaty? Just a random treaty between the uh, Count. Uh, not the Count. The Cardinal. I am having a very hard time with words The today. Count and the Duke of Buckingham. Duke of Buckingham. Nigel <laughs> McEnglishman hey, himself. Nigel McEnglishman. <laughs> Uncredited role, I say. <laughs> I say, I say, I say. Off-camera role. Although Tim Curry, even though he plays that, Cardinal Richelieu is Nigel McFucking Englishman. Well, he's Nigel McThornberry. McThornberry? Mm-hmm. Deal. <laughs> sure. Um, essentially, they run off. D'Artagnan gets captured again by the Countess again. De Martine. Countess De Martine. Well, I guess it's the first time he got captured by her, but... Uh, she essentially strips him and tries to stab him. They get that. And then it's revealed that the Countess de Martin, who is this evil thing all along, is actually one of the wives of Kiefer Sutherland. Aramis? I can't remember if he's Athos or Aramis. <laughs> one of those guys. Yeah. Um, Athos. Athos. We were wrong on both accounts. Mm. <laughs> Athos. Um, she and Athos used to be married. Until he did something. He tells a story in the bar where they practice the noble musketeering art of wenching. Indeed. Um, and uh, I'm so noble, for I wench very well. Yeah, guys, this is a freaking Disney movie. Mm-hmm. And they talk about wenching, which is glorious. Um, they get the treaty. She tells before she jumps off a fucking cliff uh, that the, the cardinal plans to assassinate the king on this birthday celebration. They rush back to Paris, sound the musketeering alarm, all for one and one for all. Gondor then, calls for aid. <laughs> Gondor calls for aid. Master the Brohirum. And um, they go to the palace. Then a huge battle ensues. It's very much like Battle of Thede in um, Phantom Menace. Okay. It's a very similar feel, I think. A little bit. Now I'm thinking about it. Um, D'Artagnan full-on Luke Skywalker's the shit at a car- car- uh, Captain Rochefort, who is, is revealed that he was the one who killed his father. And Ironic. Not, and not that bullshit from a certain point of view thing. He literally killed his father. Yep. So uh, he... What looked like force pulled his fucking sword into his hand. Turns out it was right, yeah. turns out it was the girl he met earlier, which is uh, a lady in waiting. A lady in waiting, and he stabs the fuck out of the bad guy. Movie comes to an end. 
No. Well, I mean, they saved the king. They saved that. the. I mean, yeah, <laughs> they saved the king, but like. And Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen gets shot, but he doesn't get shot because the bullet hits his yeah. cross. Because Charlie Sheen tries to punch the uh, the cardinal because yeah. he's the religious guy, but then the king's like, nah, bro, this is me. I'm punching the <laughs> and cardinal. And he's like, no, don't do it. And you think he's going to be a good guy. And then he punches the cardinal into the lake, and he definitely drowns in all those robes. Absolutely. But uh, that's... But he just falls to his death, and we never see him die, much like... <gasps> the Emperor. Emperor Palpatine, the Senate. Frank. The Whatever Senate. you want to call him. Frank. <laughs> Let me be, be frank, frank, your majesty. I think right. he says those exact words in this movie. Oh, God damn it. All right. Well, that's the plot, ladies and gents. <laughs> that's the plot. <laughs> we'll we'll come back, back in a minute a with some few. fun facts. <laughs> All right, fun facts. Fun this, facts. This is a 90s movie, thus everyone in it was in some other nerdy shit. So let's talk about that. Charlie Sheen was in Family Guy. He's been in Big Bang Theory. He was in Scary Movie 3, 4, and 5. Oh yeah, and Hot Shots, and Hot Shots Part Duh. I didn't know there was a Hot Shots Part Duh. <laughs> oh, I never even saw the first one until years later. I only oh, wow. knew about the second one. Oh. There you go. Kiefer Sutherland was in Twenty Four, which is not really nerdy. That guy's been in so much shit. He's in Call of Duty World of War, not World of Warcraft, World at War. <laughs> Call of Duty World of Warcraft crossover <laughs> approved. Uh, Family Guy. He was in the Twin Peaks movie. He was in Young Guns, uh, Lost Boys. Oh yeah, he's the main. Main vampire. Yep, and stand by me. All right, Chris stand O'Donnell, are you ready? Have you figured it out yet? No, I have audience, not. have you figured it out yet? Probably. All right, his first name's Dick. Dick Grayson. Oh my god! <laughs> not quite a clown. I He's an acrobat. Knew it. Dick Grayson. Oh my from god! From Batman and Robin. I that's Chris O'Donnell. Why does my head hurt so much? <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. I do love that. He's also in Robot Chicken and Max <laughs> Max Payne, the video game. There you go. That's Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I caught a little bit of the concrud, so that's yeah. gonna happen. Oliver Platt uh, was in Lake Placid, Bicentennial Man, and Doctor Doolittle. Oh, using Lake Placid? That's amazing. Yeah, I love that movie. The old lady feeding the gators the whole time. <laughs> All right, let's get through the paragraph of things Tim Curry's been in. Uh, I said earlier off air that it just name a thing from the 90s and he's in it. And I'm which not is far off. not far off from the truth, yeah. All right, Rocky Horror. Clue, which I just rewatched the other day. We're doing that on the show. <laughs> okay. The Hunt for Red October. Oh, my God, yes. Star Wars Clone Wars, the show. He's, what? He's Dooku. You didn't know that? <gasps> I didn't. <laughs> I knew it the second he started talking. Holy fuck! Yeah, he's one of two uh, two Dukus. You know, he's the emperor. He's one of two emperors. Oh, oh, fuck! He really is the emperor. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! God Holy shit! Damn That's it. why we put that together. Uh, he was apparently in Phineas and Ferb. I never saw that. I didn't either. And then I came across something in his, in his uh, acting resume here called Queer Duck, which <laughs> apparently is a it's apparently a movie about a gay duck. Um, it's got Mark Hamill, Billy West, and Andy Dick in it. And so Billy apparently West. we have to do it. Yeah, that's going to be a weird one. He's Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> Smashing. He was in Hey Arnold, Samurai Jack, Scary Movie 2. So between, we've almost got every Scary Movie movie in here somewhere. Uh, he was in the Batman Beyond TV show. He was in Adam's Family Reunion, The Mask TV show. All Real Monsters, Freakazoid, Muppet Treasure Fucking Island, which we're going to do. 
Captain Planet, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm having he's, a freak out over here. He's having a face over Holy here. Holy fuck. Captain Planet, uh, he was in a, an Aladdin and Little Mermaid TV show. He was in Dinosaurs. You remember that shitty? Yeah, like, I do. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt, Home Alone 2. Yeah. Holy shit, he is in Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah. uh, Darkwing Duck, the Batman animated series. It, of course. Of course. And to top it off, the most 90s movie I can think of, Fern Gully. Holy shit, he was in Ferngully. He's in everything except The Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> <laughs> which Literally that, everything else. Which that movie gave me existential dread We're as a so kid. so watching it, then you should never have sold me that. <laughs> as a kid, as a kid. <clears throat> but probably as an adult, too. All right, so Kiefer Sutherland, Chris O'Donnell, and Oliver Platt went to six weeks of fencing lessons together, and Charlie Sheen missed it because he was doing cocaine. No, he was doing <laughs> do cocaine. He was filming Hot Shots Part D. Oh, so that's why he doesn't do really any sword fighting in this, does he? I guess. So Chris O'Donnell, Robin, kept his sword after filming, and he claimed it was an accident because he didn't return it. <laughs> you mean his father's sword? But like every time we're like, ha, that's real funny, Take, bring it back. And he's like, ha, yeah, I accidentally took it. And he just ignored him, kept it. <laughs> <laughs> so the dungeon scenes were uh, filmed in this place in Austria. It's an old <laughs> mine that flooded in the 1900s, and uh, it was later used by the Nazis to conduct military research. Um, it's a really famous public underground lake and they still have the place decorated up like a prison cell and there's a dragon head boat and stuff still down there from when they filmed the movie. Oh, that's cool. Right. All right. So here's a cool one. This is almost a fan theory, but not quite. Um, so when Portos throws that throwing weapon, though, like Bolo, Bolo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently those things were not used in Europe at the time. They were only used in like Patagonia by Gauchos in modern day <laughs> Argentina which may actually support his claim that he's been all over the fucking place. Yeah, the Queen of America gave him that sash. Yep. So that's kind of funny. He might have actually gone over to Patagonia. Huh. Yeah. So uh, Brad Pitt actually turned down the Chris O'Donnell role at first. That would have been a very different movie. Some other people that were almost in the movie were William Baldwin, uh, Johnny Depp, Gary Oldman, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Carrie Ells, uh, Robert <laughs> Downey Jr., and Al Pacino. Damn. All of those versions need to be made today. Yeah. With the rest of the cast intact. Yep. So Tim Curry actually plays a role previously played by Charlton Heston in this movie, The Cardinal. He actually did that a few years later in Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> it all comes back <laughs> to Muppet Treasure Island. God. Apparently Charlton Heston played Captain or Captain yeah. Long John Silver. Cardinal Richelieu. Yeah, and Long Captain John Silver. Rushful. Oh, oh, I hear you saying. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yep. So when uh, Rochefort and D'Artagnan have their fight and uh, Rochefort, who's all decked out in black, spins around and says, impressive. That's <laughs> actually an homage to Star Wars episode five. five? Impressive. Five. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. When he says yeah. the same thing. Um, Obi-Wan has taught you well. <laughs> Old man Kenobi has taught you well. Well, so, Keeper Southern does kind of play an Obi-Wan role in this. A little bit. And so when Charlie Sheen, uh, when he says, see you in Calais, that's actually a reference to George Patton's quote uh, that he yelled at Dwight D. Eisenhower from his <laughs> hotel window in the same place. He said, see you in Calais. 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 Whatever. Calais. <laughs> we warned you. You already got my thing about the Chateau d'If. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I won't say it again. But <laughs> let's see what else. Oh, I yeah. really do know. In the shot where D'Artagnan and uh, 
when he meets the queen and Constance, uh, you can yes. see in the background there's a farm with like modern aluminum silos in the background. Oh, really? I did not notice that. Yeah. But let's just be honest. This movie did not give a fuck about anything yeah. like historical accuracy or anything. Yeah. Also, when Charlie Sheen says, into the line, boys, from the carriage scene, that's a railroad term. That yeah, I know. They didn't have trains. <laughs> uh, I, will, I will not repeat what I just said, but it yeah. maintains. Yeah, so Aramis says it's 200 leagues to Calais, which is 600 miles. It's actually only 100 miles from Paris to Calais, which is like 60 leagues. So they just thought leagues sounded cooler, so they said 100 leagues. Well, they still could have said 60 leagues. <laughs> yeah. And been somewhat accurate, but no, they're just assholes. And also, um, when Aramis and Porthos are talking about... I forget what the fuck they're talking about. I'll be honest. But uh, <laughs> I know it's during the execution scene. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he talks about the axe being a gift from the Tsarina of Tokyo. Yeah. So we already know he's a bullshitter, but now he's a time-traveling bullshitter because the phrase Tokyo is never even called that until, like, 1868. Dude, Porthos the Pirate? Porthos the Pirate is a time-traveler. Is a time- he is the doctor. <laughs> Apparently. He's the doctor. So there you go. What have you got? Well, my fun facts, I only have a handful of them, were focused around Alexander Dumas, Dumas. The man who wrote the book for which this movie was created. No, no. The the movie inspired the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually a fun fact I have. Yeah. I, you read my notes? Fuck you. I'm traveling. I'm <laughs> traveling for this. Uh, so something that came up when uh, I was watching Django one uh, one time was that they said that Jean-Pierre Dumas. Why is Jean-Pierre Dumas? Alexander Dumas. Alexandre Dumas. Jean-Pierre Dumas is such a French name, I wanted it to be his name. Alexander Dumas is black. He is half black. His father was a French nobleman. His mother was a black slave. But his father took him and raised him as his son, which is kind of cool. And uh, so he was born in uh, 1802, died 1870, so he had a pretty long life. Where was he born? I didn't catch that. Because hmm. um, you remarked earlier that he wasn't an African American, he may have been an African American. No, he was not actually. Um, well, I don't. If he was American, that's what hold I'm on. Where was it? It was Ville Côte en first French Republic. Okay, so, so fuck France. you. Yeah, some I in my research it said that he was inducted in the African Americans of history. It's like he was not African American. He was black. He was not African American. Um, a man of color. <laughs> So this is pulled directly from Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> it said that uh, though married in the tradition of Frenchmen of higher social class, Dumas had numerous affairs. That's why allegedly, Ben Franklin was our ambassador. Allegedly as many as 40. Yep. That's what Ben Franklin fucked his way through France in the, 18, the 1700s. This line uh, spoken by Watts Phillips, an English playwright who knew Dumas. This is why I think that Alexander Dumas is you in a past life. Possible. Described him as the most generous, large-headed, <laughs> large-headed being in the world. <laughs> ah, okay. I can live with that. <laughs> Except now that I'm rereading it, it says hearted. I thought it said headed because he has a large very large head in his pictures. <laughs> I'm a moron. These wood cuttings <laughs> are so accurate. <laughs> so this guy's not you at all. Um, Whatever. But he, uh, it said that he is written over... Uh, his works have inspired over 200 film adaptations since the early 20th century. I believe that. Which is crazy that he wrote a, a ton of books, like over 100,000 pages of, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> over 100,000 pages of works 
in over 200 films, which is kind of fucking cool. So that's that's my fun facts of uh, Alexander Dumas. Dumas. Du. Dumas. 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 On that note, do you know what the fuck I'm talking about? Du hast, you okay. fucking asshole. Well, you didn't know who fucking Ron Zombie was. No, Rammstein is. <laughs> I went to high school. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll come back in a second, and uh, we'll talk about some cooler stuff about this uh, about this movie. Yep. All right, so we did not have any... Uh fan theories for this. Yeah, oddly enough, this movie doesn't have any fucking fan theories. Except for the one enough, we kind of touched crappy on. old 90s movie. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, you fuck. Oh, well. You didn't do a slash S, so I didn't understand. Yeah. Anyway, what's your favorite part of this movie? Tim motherfucking you Curry. dick face. You stole but my favorite part. I'll let you talk more on that. Actually, I really enjoyed the wenching scene. <laughs> the wenching <laughs> scene's good. Because <laughs> it's just Porthos sitting there with two bitches on his left and right. And he's like, oh, you must learn the noble art of wenching if you are to be a musketeer. And he uh, just, ah, oh, it's awesome. And then Charlie Sheen, fuck. It's just so funny to see Charlie Sheen being, like, a good dude or a badass, knowing what the fuck he ended up being. Yeah. Just... Just a psychotic weirdo. Well, you just got my favorite and least favorites in one sentence. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> nah, Tim Curry, man. Come on. Tim, motherfucking. I guess we're just going to combine these because <laughs> you just listed everything. But, um, yes, Tim Curry has the balls to shit talk the sovereign king of France, which is kind of cool. Um, he always just the, man, the way this man speaks and delivers his lines. He's just like he's a command presence. Let me guess. Oh, there are so many rumors to choose from, Your Majesty. But I lay with the Queen. <laughs> I raise pigs to fly. <laughs> I have the moon in the clo- <laughs> folds of my cloak. <laughs> I am from transsexual on the planet's. Tra- oh, wait, no, that's a different. I'm movie. a transsexual transvi- transvestite from Transylvania. Vania. Yeah, that may be a different movie. I'm not sure. No, same universe. <laughs> Crossover approved. Yeah. Um, man, I am everything Tim Curry said in this movie. I laughed my it's ass gold. off at gold. Yeah, sheer gold. Now my least favorite part is Charlie Sheen. That's funny. Uh, I just don't find it ironic. He kind of takes a me out of it. Like really? Yeah, he hasn't done the um Robert Downey Jr. yet. Like I put True. them in the same category back in the eighties, where there's yeah. like cokehead crazy assholes. Except Charlie Sheen got AIDS, um, or HIV. HIV. Um, <laughs> but you know, RDJ or Robert Downey Jr. RDJ. Yeah, you got it right. I did. <laughs> um, yeah, he he turned it around, became Iron Man, and like you know, yeah, I don't see Charlie Sheen doing that. He's still he he apologized to Tokyo, and they let him back in. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie Sheen will never have a comeback. I mean, Two and a Half Men was his comeback. Was it though? Uh, I don't watch it. That's what people say though. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. became fucking Iron Man. He, Robert Downey Jr., created the Marvel Cinematic Universe, essentially. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of faith in him with that movie. And look what fucking happened. Yeah, I mean, I don't like Marvel movies, but hey. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So here you go. That's my favorite and least favorite. Yeah. Um, Seriously, though, if you haven't seen this movie in a long time like I haven't, it's so worth a rewatch. 
It's such a fun movie. Uh, just swashbucklings. It's so stupid, but it's so fun. I'm gonna kind of disagree. I just, it's a good movie. You were distracted the whole time with Instagram. Well, I can't help that my ass is famous. I have many <laughs> followers who need my attention. <laughs> no, it, it's a funny, it's a fun movie, but it's not like I would, you know, pay for it or like run out, to run to the hills to go see it again. Like, if it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm not going to pay for it again. Well, I did pay for it. Yeah, you did pay for it. I rented it from Amazon. Uh, it's no Muppet Amazon. Treasure Island. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're, I'm never going to do that movie if you keep fucking bringing it up. Oh, you will, because our listeners have already demanded it. Way later. There's so much more we had to get to before we get to Muppet Treasure it's Island. It's got Tim Curry in it. I'm, we should do a whole Tim Curry month. Uh, our whole podcast has been a Tim Curry month. That's <laughs> quite a true statement. Okay, um, so... Uh, we're gonna do another episode here shortly, a little bonus episode, right? Yeah. We'll give a little little sneak preview for that because <laughs> we did meet some of our fans this weekend and give out some uh, stickers at yeah. Dragon Con and at Dragon Con. Yep. And so uh, Con. Yeah. If you want to listen to our bonus episode here in a minute, it's gonna be basically us talking about us going to the con. Yeah, pretty much our debrief. Yep. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you next time. Adieu. 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 Hey guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Fluent Nerd. Join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five star review somewhere wherever you get your podcast. Also, tell your friends about us. Seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind the scenes stories to the Fluent Nerd at gmail.com. We want to give a special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Please go check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And we will see you all next week. Fem fatale.